Hello everyone, this is Lisa Fields, the founder and president of the Jude 3 Project, and I just want to take this time to personally thank all of our monthly supporters. We could not do what we do without giving from people like you. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And if you're not a monthly supporter and you would like to become one, you can go to jude3project.org and hit the donate tab and sign up. We are grateful for you and we hope you enjoy today's new episode. God bless. Hello, welcome to the Jew 3 Project podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Fields. I'm the founder of the Jew 3 Project. What's up, everyone? Lisa Fields here, and I'm so excited about our new curriculum, Courageous Conversations. You heard about our popular conference, Courageous Conversations, where we invite the leading pastors, thought leaders, and scholars from conservative and progressive backgrounds for conversations. But we not only want to have those conversations on stage at the conference, but we want you to have them in your everyday life. So we developed a curriculum for you to do just that. Courageous Conversations curriculum, the tools you need for the conversations and culture. You can get that today on Amazon or on our website at ju3project.org. Well, thank you for watching another episode of the Jew 3 Project podcast. As always, I'm your host, Lisa Fields, the founder of the Jew 3 Project. And I'm so excited uh, to have my friend and business partner uh, with us today, Mr. Don Carey. Welcome, Don. Hey, Lisa, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm so excited to have you. We're going to talk about the new documentary. Uh, but before we get into that, just tell our audience just a little bit about who you are. Sure. Uh, so former NFL player, played in the league for 10 years, retired in 2018, uh, where my wife and I founded the Don Carey Reach Foundation, which uses sports as a hook to educate students about STEM jobs. Um, I'm also an elected official. I'm a city council member here in Chesapeake, Virginia. It's the state's second largest city um, at large, representing around 250,000 people. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you um, on the podcast. Me and Don mm -hmm. met in a very uh, interesting, providential way. Um, some years ago, uh, our director, Chris Lamarck, hit me up because he was a fan of Jude 3 and wanted to do a documentary um, on early African Christianity. I told him I didn't have the money for that. He said, I'll do it for free. I said, that's great. I still don't have the money because it's more than just you directing. And about a year later, I kind of put Chris on the back burner, didn't think anything of it. A year later, a mutual friend of uh, Don and I, Adam Coleman, um, who's also an uh, urban apologist, um, reached out to me and said, hey, there's a NFL player named Don Carey that wants to do a documentary, would you uh, would you meet with him? And me and Don got connected. I He providentially had got, just got traded from Detroit back to the Jaguars. And as you know, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida, and I met with him and his wife um, at a Mediterranean restaurant he claims is great, but I don't, I don't necessarily like it. Um, <laughs> but we had, we had a uh, lunch and, um, uh, we connected and they had uh, the money they put aside for this project and he was telling me about it um, and I was like that's similar to a project that a director approached me about a year ago 
Um, we should all work together. And so God providentially put it together. Chris had the skill uh, with the director. I had the connections and Don had the resources. And here we are with Unspoken Documentary that was released on June 10th. Um, Don, just tell our audience a little bit about what Unspoken, the project covers. Sure. So the Unspoken documentary traces the Christian heritage of Africa and African descended people to dispel the notion, the myth, the lie that Christianity is a white man's religion. The way we do that is we deep dive through history from biblical times clear through the 20th century, um, the African presence in the Bible, um, how Christianity originally, you know, migrated to Africa, who were the major um, factors in bringing it to Africa, how far south, how far west Christianity spread in Africa. And along the way, we, we touch on some very hot button, you know, pain point issues. Um, who was this guy, Constantine? What is the Council of Nicaea? Uh, was everybody in the Bible white? Uh, <laughs> was everybody in the Bible black? What were the, the, the colors of people in the Bible? Uh, we talk about Christianity's relationship with Islam, with colonialism, with indigenous African religions, um, with slavery, um, Jim Crow uh, as well, Black liberation theology. I mean, it, it's, I, I liken the, the documentary to um, an overwhelming wave of information that destroys the notion of Christianity as a white man's religion. I don't see how someone can watch this film with as much data that we provide and still walk away saying, yeah, Christianity is a white man's religion. I, I think it's impossible to, if you walk away saying that you wanted to believe that to begin with, and there's nothing we can do to change your mind or anyone, unless the Holy Spirit penetrates. Um, yeah, at that point, away, at that point, you're, you're 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 willfully ignorant. You're willfully you're willingly mm -hmm. believing something that you know not to be true. For you personally, why was this something that you wanted to invest in? Why, why did you want to be a part of creating a documentary that dispels this notion that Christianity is a white man's religion? So, so two, two points. The, the first is I struggled with this, um, just like a lot of our youth struggle with this. In, in 2005, when I, I'm in my first year of college at Norfolk State University, HBCU, I take an African um, studies course and the professor uh, takes the first 45 minutes of an hour and a half course um, pretty much destroying Christianity. I mean, the, the course had nothing to do with Christianity. Um, it, it was supposed, it wasn't even supposed to be about African spiritualism. It was just, just learning about the people groups in Africa. And then he goes on to say how Christianity was, you know, invented by Europeans and Europeans stole African traditions in order to make it more appealing and, and broad sweeping. As he went as far as to say that, you know, people in church, you know, catching the Holy Ghost was was, was stolen from from Africans, but no, no one in the in the class had the ability, the the knowledge, the resources to combat the claims, and and mm -hmm. completely destroyed my faith, completely destroyed the faith of a lot of individuals, and it's only by the grace of God that in 2011 He brings me back um, into Christianity. But from from that time period on, I was I was living a worldly life, doing whatever I wanted to do. Um, secondly, in 2017, so you, you referenced Chris contacting you in 2017. Um, I'm in the locker room with the Detroit Lions, and I'm listening to the conversations that our rookies are having. 
in there. The conversations in the NFL are really microcosms of what happens in society. So we have the exact same conversations like we do have any other um, locker room. Um, and the, the, the players are talking about Christianity. They're talking about medicism. They're talking about the conscious movement. Um, black atheism is being discussed. right? So th- these, these ideas are really beginning to take um, hold and become mainstream. And I, I go up to one of one of the young men who kind of lead in the way. And I ask, like, who told you this? Like, where, where are you getting this information from? And, you know, it's, it's the typical place. It's the the memes. It's YouTube. It's, um, um, forget the name of the, the doc, Hidden 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 Colors uh, documentary, oh, things okay. of that nature. So I said, okay, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to just give you all of this information that disclosed what you're saying. And I remember having a conversation with a friend, Adam Coleman, we were talking about. Adam said, hey, a book would be cool, but it, it'll probably sit on the shelf and nobody's going to read it. Because the youth nowadays are watching documentaries, right? They're, they're, they're watching the 13th documentary. They're watching, like um, I think it's a documentary, What the Health or What the Meat came out. So pe- people are gravitating to documentaries. And I'm like, I would love to do a documentary. I don't got the skills. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know nobody outside of you. I'm uh, talking about Adam. So Adam said, look, I know the perfect person to connect you with. And uh, we set up a phone call and it just so happens that you're in Jacksonville. I end up in Jacksonville in 2018. And this 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 is how you know this is a God given. My my wife doesn't agree to spend money on nothing. <laughs> right? Um, but after we sit down after we sat down in Jacksonville and we kind of shared our passions and what we wanted to do, um, my, my wife left that meeting, which the food was awesome, by the way. Uh, my, my wife left that meeting <laughs> and um, and she was like, y'all need to do this and y'all need to do this as soon as possible. That's amazing. It's I, I marvel at the providential way that God set this up. Uh, we yeah. had no idea who each other was before 2018. Uh, I don't even think, Don, you knew about G3 Project. In I, I did not. Until that, that, that was my introduction to yeah. G3. Yeah. And so it was really providential that God, mm-hmm. nobody but God could do this. And his favor has been on us this whole entire process, even when in frustrating moments, we just see the hand of God move every obstacle moved yeah. uh, by the grace of God. So we are so thankful for his grace and his hand upon us, our lives. Mm-hmm. When, when we think about this film, um, what in what ways uh have you been personally impacted by by the film, by the final product or just the journey? And I and I have to say thanks to Don because he's been more than executive producer. Uh, he's been editor. He's fully hands on in this process. Somebody complimented. They was like, I don't know how many hours it took y'all to put this together, to chop up all of these interviews to make it flow. And between Don and Chris, the and the level of uh, meticulousness that Don possesses, and he's put everything in this film as far as making sure he could probably quote the film himself, knows where timestamps are in his mind. Yeah. He's put everything into that. So kudos to you, Don, and thank you, uh, thank because you. you've done exceedingly and abundantly above what yeah. an executive producer would do. Um, what's been the most impactful thing for you to learn through this process? Yeah. Well, first, I, I appreciate the kind words. This project has been all hands on deck 
from all of us. Uh, so you, Chris, and myself, we've all had to make tremendous sacrifices during these past four and a half years. Uh, but again, thank, thank God for his grace uh, along that process. So I, I, I'm a seminary trained um, person. I, I went to Moody Theological Seminary. I received my uh, master's in Old Testament theology. Um, and through this process of learning this information from the scholars and the philosophers and the historians, I, I was blown away at how, at how much I did not learn in seminary. I, I, did, I did not learn these things. Mm -hmm. And on one level, I understand the pushback from my evangelical brothers and sisters that, you know, as long as the gospel is being preached, who cares what that person looks like? I, I, okay, yes and amen to an extent. But for uh, a demographic of people who are um, struggling with identity, um, struggling with purpose, um, struggling with a sense of belonging to know that the God of the Bible has been um, intentionally and purposefully involved in the lives of African descended people. And we can find our hope. We can find our identity. We can find our purpose in that God, I think is extremely important. Um, so to, mm -hmm. a reassurance of listening to these scholars from different walks of life, from different places, you know, in America, from different disciplines, all proclaim mm -hmm. that the God of the Bible loves African descended people as much as he does, you know, our European brothers and sisters or our Middle Eastern brothers and sisters or any, any other human being has been something that gives me goosebumps to even think about it. And my, my prayer is when people watch this film, they, they get that same notion. They, they get that same feeling that, man, the lies about Christianity that have been told about me are just that. They're lies. And, and what the Bible says is true, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made and that the God of the Bible has more pleasant thoughts about me than the number of grains of sand on the earth, as David writes in, in the book of Psalms. Mm -hmm. And he is deserving of our worship. He's deserving of our praise. Um, so I'm excited for people who are struggling with identity, with purpose, um, with a sense of belonging to, to know that God loves them in a very, very um, real way, not just something we just express verbally. You, you can watch and see how God has preserved the gospel, you know, through African descended people, how God has revealed himself to individuals who were enslaved, who did not have access to the Bible, who could not read, who could not write. But yet through the work of the Holy Spirit, we're more faithful interpreters, you know, of, of Christianity and, and, and the message of the gospel. So I'm going to stop there because, oh, my God, I, I'll, I'll start preaching on this thing. <laughs> I'm not careful. I, I, I really, you know, this, this, this project, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, is, there's nothing been, there's, and nothing has ever been done like this before. To have a one-stop shop that, that, that pulls and provides this unending chain of African descended people's involvement with Christianity from biblical times in the book of Genesis all the way to 2020 is what I think where we can cut the documentary off. Yeah, it's so, so helpful. Um, I think the documentary just, I as I'm seeing the comments and seeing people being mm -hmm. just encouraged, I sent to our group message just the other day, a woman who said, she came out of the conscious community back to faith, but still had questions. And this documentary answered all her questions. And just seeing testimonies of people bl being blown away by it, I think is just amazing. And I, I'm, I'm so proud of 
the content and the quality of the content. Um, one thing you did mention earlier is hidden colors. And we talked, uh, we talked, we've talked a number of times about the fact that they didn't have as many sources in the documentary, um, but so many people gravitated to it. And so we wanted to be intentional about having scholars and a number of scholars to provide unrefutable evidence. So talk about just what we see sometimes in culture, like with hidden colors and other things and that scholarship versus the scholarship that we provide in the unspoken film. Sure. So honestly, I think the appeal to uh, a project like hidden colors is not the scholarship or the truthfulness of it. Um, I I think hidden colors hits on what I was talking about earlier, how African descended people really are looking um, to be connected to their, their ancient African past. Um, they they want to be connected mm-hmm. to purpose. They want to be connected to identity. They want to know that their blackness is not a curse, right? And I think Hidden Colors does a really good job of making a case. I think the I think the case is wrong, but the case that they make is very compelling. That you know blackness is beautiful. That you know black identity is beautiful. And the way they do it is they make it seem like everything in the world you know comes from black people. <laughs> That's a stretch, right? Um, but but I, I think I think it's I think it's a good thing that people are having these conversations and are gravitating to that that type of work in a sense of looking for um, looking for identity, looking for um, affirmation of having your blackness or your ethnicity affirmed, looking for a sense of being connected to history. I, mean, I just firmly think that that identity, that that affirmation, that that history should be grounded and rooted in the truth and the reliability um, that Jesus Christ is Lord. And um, it's, uh, in, anything outside of that is extremely problematic. Now, Hidden Colors, I believe, is based on two sources. <laughs> it's based on two sources. Uh, the whole five, um, this set, I think we believe it's five, they source two individuals, and those two individuals that they source are built on lies, right? Um, our, our documentary is sourced by peer-reviewed, scholars, historians, philosophers who have works um, that one can go um, look up, that you can you can look up the bibliographies, you can see where the data is coming from. And when we finished shooting the documentary, I um, contacted all of our scholars, right? all of our um, all of our participants, and I showed them the parts in the documentary, the information that they gave, because I wanted to make sure that we represented them properly in the way that we were cutting the documentary and every last one of them, you know, to the one said, yes, you have accurately um, portrayed what I was trying to convey. And then through the the wonderful work of Chris, uh, being able to visually make it appealing uh, through the work of our graphic artists, our videographers, um, and our animators to pull this project together. I think we hit on something that is visually appealing historically accurate and gets to the heart of the issue. And um, that, that, is, that is something that you don't often find with a lot of um, you know, documentaries in, in, in this space, right? They're either visually appealing, but they're his, historically um, questionable um, or they're historically relevant and accurate, but they're boring to watch, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. we, we, we landed on the middle ground by God's grace. And one of the things we wanted to do to help people grow when they watch the documentary, we know it's like sometimes drinking from a fire hydrant, but we wanted to make it 
digestible for you so you could go back and have resources. So we coupled the documentary with a curriculum. Don, can you tell our audience a little bit about the curriculum and what it, it will entail and why it's important to to partner the curriculum with the movie? Sure. So, so along with the documentary, we've created a six-part curriculum designed to go six weeks. Now, it may take you a little longer than that, depending on the discussion, but it's, there are six sections of, of the curriculum. And the curriculum coincides with the documentary, and it, it goes deeper into some of the topics and people and events that we discuss, because the, the documentary is two hours. But we, we had to pare down over nearly 20 hours of content to get to that two hours, right? So we don't have time to really hash out the nuances of, of, of some of the things we want to talk about. For instance, there's a moment in the documentary where Adam Coleman, our mutual friend, um, says early on there are four hubs of Christianity. You have Jerusalem, you have Antioch, you have Rome and Alexandria, uh, Alexandria Egypt. We, we, we don't tell you why, why those are hubs. Right? We don't tell you what was going on in the area, um, in those areas around Christianity, but in the curriculum, there are pop-up articles that tell you exactly what was going on in Alexandria, Egypt, tell you about the catechism, uh, catechetical school, the first seminary anywhere in the world being on the continent of Africa, ran by African um, people. We, we can deep dive and you can really begin to learn the data so that you can in turn defend the faith properly or teach the faith to your youth or at your church or in your schools. Um, so we, again, begin to destroy this notion that is being pushed um, by individuals wanting to pull people from away, uh, away from our Lord. So there's so much bonus content that we are excited to, to share with you. Um, if you've watched it, you know we've had uh, different different people that we interviewed and you might want to say, well, where, uh, what, I wonder what their whole interview was like. Well, we thought of you too ahead of time. And, um, on our website, you will be able to purchase the individual interviews, uh, as far as bonus footage. Um, and so there's, there is the film, there is the curriculum. There is also an online course that you'll be able to take. And then there's bonus uh, features and um, that you will be able to to um, to watch as well, where we have bonus material about us talking about the film for free. But then also, if you want to do watch the interviews, we have a uh, um, uh, option for that as well. And then even as you're watching, even as you're going through the curriculum, and you're like, "Where's this um, in the movie?" We have a QR code for you to scan in the book. Um, so we literally tried to think of everything and that QR code will take you uh, to the part of the documentary. And so um, we're excited. Is there anything you want to share as it relates to those extra bonus features? Yes. And and, and I will add, we, additionally, we have what we call um, bonus featurettes, right? They're topics that we don't address in the documentary, but that are very compelling that that we wanted individuals to be able to share them on, you know, their Instagram reels or share them on their Facebook or whatever social media platform they wanted. Although those are, are also free on the website. So as far as free resources, we have the trailers that are on the website. We have the the featurettes on the website, and we have the um, the backstage footage of Lisa, Chris, and myself discussing why the documentary is important. We talk about the curriculum. We talk about the state of Christianity and the African-American community and on uh, college campuses. 
Um, we, we, we talk about some of the attacks, right, that are coming from, from other faith groups. All, all that is, is free to, to go look at and share. Um, but if, if you are an individual who loves Vincent Banton and you want to know how did his interview go, you have the opportunity of purchasing Vincent's interview or purchasing all of the interviews. Like we have 20 interviews from, again, from our scholars, our influencers, our historians, our philosophers are available to you on the website. And it's, it's, it's such, I mean, it's great content that you're going to learn so much uh, from. Yes, yes. Um, so excited for y'all to, to watch this documentary, um, to be impacted by it, to grow um, in your faiths in your, in your faith and to be able to equip the next generation. Um, so when they walk into a class, their first day of college, um, uh, maybe an African studies class or a new Testament class that they will have the tools they need to respond and they will have the confidence, um, and the holy bonus to do so. Um, Don, how can people get the film? Um, we, we, uh, before you say that we, um are not on a major streaming platform people keep hitting me up like what platform are you on uh we self uh we self uh distributed this this film and we need your help to share it with others share it with all your friends share it with your churches pastors who are watching share it with your churches host streamings at your uh viewing parties at your church uh if you want to have a viewing um for last week, we were in Chicago and uh, Pastor Charlie Dates rented out a theater and they did a screening um, for his church there. That is an option too. You can reach out to us and we can tell you how to, to do that. Um, but it is going to be, we've done the work. We've done as much as we can on our end. And now it's up to y'all to join us in this effort to help push this out. Um, Hidden Colors and all these other films were not on major platforms, but they went far and wide because people just shared it. They thought it was compelling and they shared it. And we're um, hoping that the same way those others spread, um, this will spread as well. Yeah, and I, I agree. Um, the documentary and all the bonus content can be found at unspokenmovie.com. So unspokenmovie.com is where you can have access to all of the data um, that, that we've been able to um, pull together. And I, I would also add that if you are a lover of the gospel, right, um, this, this is a film for you. If you are a lover of history, this is a film for you. If you know someone who is struggling with this idea that Christianity is exclusively a white man's religion or that Christianity is not for black people or that Christianity was beaten into slaves, this is a documentary for you and for that person. We answer those questions. We provide a very uh, appealing and historically accurate apologetic uh, to contend for the faith and help you to contend for the faith. This is a resource for you. This is another um, tool a, a, a notch in your tool belt to go defend the faith and glorify the Lord as we're called to do in Matthew 28. So take advantage of it, please. Thank y'all for watching another episode of the Jude 3 Project podcast. Remember, Courageous Conversations is coming up September 2nd and 3rd. Early bird registration has passed. Uh, it is virtual and in-person. 
this year's theme is scholar and skeptic. We're going to be answering questions um, like, is there a God? Is Christianity bad for uh, um, the LGBTQI community? Is Christianity bad for our, our uh, emotional health? our mental health. I mean, we're going out there with the topics this year to really meet where culture is and engage where the skeptic is on a day-to-day level. And so you want to join us either in person or virtually. Don't sleep on the in-person. Last year, we sold out of in-person tickets. We had a limited number because of COVID, but now the whole thing is open and I think we're going to sell out again. So y'all don't sleep, get those tickets early virtual tickets we have as many as the lord will allow online so you could join us online and we're excited about that you could get courageous conversations the curriculum here um or through eyes of color so uh this one talks about um um engaging the questions this christianity white man's religion white jesus all of that the top apologetic question in the black community and this one is more on cultural questions is jesus the only way um, is there such thing as truth? Uh, what the Bible says about the LGBTQIA community. So, um, get both of them. If you already have one, get the other. Um, and if you already have both, get some from a friend. Remember, you can support the G3 Project at g3project.org. Hit the donate tab to give online or give by mail. Um, remember here at the G3 Project, we're helping you to know what you believe and why you believe it. Until next time, grace and peace and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Jew 3 Project podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can tune into all our past episodes at www.jew3project.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Remember not only to subscribe, but also rate us. That helps us to gauge how we're doing and how you're enjoying the show. And it gives other listeners some ideas about the show as well so thank you so much for tuning in also remember we have our bible engagement app in partnership with back to the bible to help you get better engaged in the bible every single day you take a survey it assesses your strengths and weaknesses and sends you bible verses based on those so it's a great app you can download the app by searching in your app store or google play searching g3 project and it'll be right there for you so thank you again remember if you would like to become a monthly partner or a one-time giver you can do so on our website or by mail just go to g3project.com hit that donate tab and you'll see the option to mail in a gift or give online we appreciate you and i'm so so thankful for you God bless. And remember, here at the Jupe 3 Project, we're helping you to know what you believe and why you believe it.